American dream is not dead. Listen to Neil and Jeff share their leadership experiences through a new kind of leadership podcast. This is The American Hustle. I'm leveled up. And this is my world Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever, however you are joining us. This is the American Hustle podcast where we believe the American dream is not dead. That's right, folks. There's a lot of people out there who are, you know, maybe maybe feeling a little low, feeling a little beat down by the system. And oftentimes uh, the idea that, you know, that the American dream that we once knew that our forefathers bore into the country uh, you know, is no longer in existence. And I think that we're here to say that it is alive and well, and it is a matter of perspective. It is a matter of approach and process. And uh, we are the podcast where you're going to find a, you know, a, a multitude of talking points in organic conversation shared between myself and my colleague, our 40 years combined experience of failing forward. So if you're looking for a podcast about, you know, not giving up and uh, sharpening your axe and the proper application and the proper application of leverage. It's okay, then, you failed forward there. Yeah, then you found it, <laughs> folks, because this is the podcast about the American dream in actualization. So leadership development, entrepreneurship, personal and social emotional growth. My name is Neil with sfj4x4.com and our parent podcast, the I Speak Jeep podcast. Uh, you can hit, get uh, get that on all of your favorite uh, streaming platforms. And I'm joined with our producer, Jeff Shermani, the Italian Stallion, no doubt. And uh, how how what are we what are we doing today? What are we talking so, about? So uh, today we're going to be talking about the proper application of leverage, and we're going to tease that a little bit. I yeah, said it, you know, we're gonna what's going to be fun is we're going to explore it from your perspective and from mine, uh, so you get a couple different versions of it. And also, um, you know, before we get too far into it, take a moment, go like, subscribe, give us that five star review. It really helps us out. Um, you know, leave, leave us a message on how we're doing, things you want to see in episodes or questions you have about some of the episodes we've already done. Absolutely. And, and you know what, and near the end folks, we're going to tell you how to get in touch with us. We really want to hear from you as our audience continues to grow and we have a, a, a greater reach into people who are, uh, interested in bettering themselves. We want to know how that, how this podcast and how our conversations are, uh, influencing or affecting you, the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever it might be. Um, we want to be involved in that conversation. So we're going to tell you how to get involved. And then usually Jeffrey uh, wows us with a quote of the week. And I have one lined up for today. It's my favorite part. So if you, uh, you know, if this is your first time joining us, you're going to want to hold in. And uh, I'm going to hear it at the same time as, as you guys are. I never read it. Though the, the Jeffrey does a great job and, and, and arranges production notes prior to uh, our podcast, I, I hold off and I don't read uh, that quote. I so. just put it in a lighter font so you can't read I it. I can't see it. These old <laughs> eyes, right? No doubt. So the, the, the proper application of leverage, uh, if, you know, if you haven't heard that term before, uh, I think that it has... Uh, a lot of different utilizations. And so ultimately, our, our parent company that kind of bores us into this world to, to say that this is a viable 
uh, endeavor of ours through the podcasting and, and, and whatnot. Our, our success has been derived from, uh, from a mechanical business, meaning we actually physically work on Jeeps. Uh, specifically, but vehicles in general, right? And so the idea that this is a, a concept or a term that is very mechanical, it's very driven by physics, honestly, if we kind of just, uh, you know, water it down to the, the simplest, the lowest common denominator is a concept that is kind of born in physics. The idea that a, you know, that a longer lever, I can move the world. Yep. And so... Uh, when we talk about the uh, the proper application of leverage, we have this very literal, uh, physical, a, a long lever or lever uh, with a fulcrum and, you know, the ability to, you know, to move something. And so it's just this super, super, super simple physics con- uh, concept that I think that most people learned in early elementary school. Right. I would agree. And the idea is to understand that concept, not just from that literal interpretation, um, but from a figurative means to talk about how do we navigate getting what we want. Okay. Right. And so ultimately, the proper application of leverage is the concept of of applying pressure in the appropriate place or position to achieve a goal. Yes. So um, I think that, you know, when I really want to be specific, right, we really try not to leave things too too general or too generic um, because I think that's valuable for us as humans to have very clearly defined expectations and or boundaries. And that's something, honestly, I'm looking, uh, I'm working on myself is to help uh, establish very clear, succinct expectations because generalities, I think, uh, in general, turn people off. Yes. So when uh, we listen to a politician, we, politicians, often speak in generalities. And when we talk about customer service, we often speak in generalizations as well, mm-hmm. right? We give goalposts. We give these kind of loosely defined boundaries to ensure that our customer service, that, you know, that when we do finish, that, um, it, it you know, it fell within those boundaries. Yeah. It's kind of the concept of a cold read of a room when you're, you're attending a entertainment uh, psychic or an entertainment individual yes. who says, ah, oh, somebody in here recently uh, came into a large sum of money, right? That's a cold read. And immediately someone in that room is, oh, wow, I can't right. believe. Because but there wasn't any... Right. belief that that actually was somebody specific. Right. That that in, individual, that entertainer, did not actually have somebody specific in mind, right? Yep. Uh, they did a cold read, and and ultimately that statement, oh, somebody, you know, somebody in this room, somebody among us, uh, they've come into a large sum of money, that's relative. You could have, uh, you know, gone into your, your, your pants pockets before you did laundry and you found a $50 bill yeah. before you came to the entertainment uh, individual, or 
somebody could have hit a, a lotto ticket yep. uh, two days earlier or, or two weeks earlier because it's ambiguous yep. uh, for a thousand bucks. Yep. Or you could have had somebody who had a relative, a distant relative die and they just had an inheritance for $150,000. Yep. Right? Each person thinks they came into a reasonable sum of money recently. Yep. And so that genera- that generality allows that entertainer to appear successful to the broad market, to the to the main bell curve of that audience. Absolutely. Okay. So we do that for customer service purposes and a a process of positive manipulation, which we've talked about in the past podcasts. Yes. Okay. Yep. Proper application of leverage is different than that. I do that whole contextualization, folks, because I, I want to say that this is this is specific from my um, from my vantage point. The way that I look on this term, on this concept, is not a broad gross generalization, but proper application of leverage in the idea that we're pushing on a very finite clearly defined spot in order to achieve something. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, I, 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 without getting, you know, overly dramatic, uh, as small business owners, oftentimes you will find yourself in a position where somebody owes you money. Now, I generally think, folks, that if you're listening to this and you're a small business owner, the worst thing you can do for yourself is extend credit to anybody. Okay. I, that I believe in my core. I don't care who it is or what they've done for you. Um, if they're close to you, if they're one of your first to, to, to second circle individuals, they're absolutely the people that you should not extend credit to. Right. They are the people that should be intrinsically driven to pay you up front and to ensure that you have the financial resources to be successful. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's just my little soapbox for folks because I know too many good small business owners starting out who see big businesses extend credit and they think that somehow that's going to define them and make them a more successful, to make them a bigger business, make people feel better about them. That's not, that's absolutely, uh, that's sweeping the rug out from under your feet, okay? Yep. Because now you don't have the financial resources to be successful. Alternatively, I wouldn't take all those credit offerings from those bigger companies stand on your soapbox i'm with you man yeah. right we don't take credit either but that's a different podcast and we encourage people to to to, to join in with that conversation in the future ultimately you will find yourself in a position at some point in time as a small business owner where somebody is going to owe you money and that's just kind of the ugly uh monster that doesn't get talked about enough, in my opinion. And that's what this podcast is for, right? Yep. To talk about those things that, you know, that other people can can kind of gloss over or or they they, you know, up church to make it sound, you know, fancy. No, BS. It's gonna happen. And what do you do in that moment? Yep. Right. And um, you know, I have uh learned early on uh that this is a moment for proper application of leverage. And that's not to say that you want to, uh, the, the value of the proper application of leverage is that you're actually looking to remove or move an object without destroying everything around it. 
Okay. That's, that's what I think is, is, is very important to say that you're utilizing a fixed point of pressure, uh, potentially off of a fulcrum or not, uh, with the idea that you're, you're moving it within a, a kind of a proceduralized motion. So to use right? a more, more cliche term, you're looking to collect on that debt without burning down the bridge. Exactly, right? We're not throwing a stick of dynamite into uh, you know, a bank safe and running away. Uh, we're drilling a precision hole uh, with the attempt to, you know, to, to jimmy the lock to open it up, right? Um, <clears throat> I don't know why we're robbing banks right now. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering how we got to that, but I was, I was like, all right, well, I'm here for it. I was thinking about... Uh, I, over the years, I've come across a lot of old vintage safes, right? So old houses that I my my parents bought a, a Victorian home, yeah, you know, a couple hundred years old, and there's a safe in the basement. Oh, you, know? you want to know what's inside? You want to know what's inside, oh, yeah. right? Um, as some of these these folks who, uh, you know, on YouTube, they're 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 finding they're pulling safes out of old abandoned buildings or or uh, uh, out of the waterways, you know what I mean? They're doing these magnet fishing and everything. So I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of, uh, uh you know, a little safe like that. Now all of a sudden we're robbing banks. We're not robbing people to we're, get our debt back. We're not robbing people <laughs> to get our debt back. The idea is that you want to have a focused approach, Yes. right? We're not burning down the bridges. We're doing, um, we're doing what needs to be done with a very specific Approach. We're encouraging them to open the safe for us so we don't have to break in. Correct. Right? There. That's and a little so, better. And, and, and ultimately, <laughs> I think that that's really the, the, the merit of this conversation is that uh, we're not actually going in like a bowl in a china shop and we're just ramrodding around uh, and destroying relationships and... Uh, undermining people's value, right? Right? Is that person, you know, that other in, that other institution or individual, they might just not have the money in that moment, right? Um, <clears throat> so we're not trying to demean or or devalue them or their experience. We're just trying to ensure that our process, which was clearly defined and and delivered to them as an expectation, I'm going to provide you this service. You're going to pay me this amount. Yes. Right. Um, as small business owners, that should be what we do, right? Um, and it should be, I'm going to do this service and you're going to pay me this amount in this time frame, in this manner. Yep. Right. So it's not even just this am ambiguity of like, oh, Hey, I'm going to get paid for this. No, it's how much it's going to be. When is it going to be? And what is the delivery method thereof? Right. right? And that's going to help individuals be more successful when it comes to, you know, comes to this financially with small business. And, and the idea is we're not burning down the bridge. We're not throwing that stick of dynamite. Well, we're and, not and to, to use a current social trend, we're not that Karen running in and screaming Correct. at the top of her lungs to get that money. Correct. Yes. You need to stand there and be firm, but in a pr appropriate manner. Right. You're being resolute in your approach, right? Yes. And, <clears throat> and so, you know, a, a situation where you might have to dig deep and it might be a little uncomfortable and you have to say, well, hey, I, you know, I, you, you owe me this money, right? Um, I perform this service for you. It's agreed upon service. Uh, you owe me $100. I would like that $100 by Thursday in cash or check or credit card, whatever, you yeah. know? 
and I will uh, I will be at your place of business to collect for it. Yeah. That becomes proper application of leverage. Yep. Right? I have appropriately identified my needs. You owe me money. Yep. I have identified the steps that I'm going to take to ensure that, you know, that my business is successful. Right. I'm going to show up. And I've given you a couple ways to satisfy the debt, right? It can be cash, check, or, or card. Yeah. Um, and those are things that I have defined in, you know, in a in an attempt to achieve my given goal or directive. Yes. Okay. So proper application of leverage. And that is not just about, you know, about being owed money, folks. That could be about uh, parts logistics, yeah. right? And that's one of the things that frustrates me so much in the world we've been living in post-COVID. You hear people boohooing about lack of parts. That's true. We do have a lack of parts. Yeah. Uh, as a, as a, on a global level, uh, that's not new at this point in time. And so as... Uh, developing businesses, we have to ensure that we are utilizing the proper application of leverage to have the resources to do our jobs. Yes. And so that same scenario of ensuring that we get the correct part, um, you know, so if you're an electrical contractor and, and the customer and you have decided that you need a specific panel for this installation, and now you have to go out and get that panel yeah. from, uh, you know, from X, Y, and Z manufacturer. And, and that just becomes proper application of leverage, whatever you're doing. So whether it's uh, from your normal vendor or distributor or whether you have to go outside of that. Yeah. But you have to ensure that, you know, that, that agreed upon transaction that you said you were going to do. Then you have to find that and make sure that the manufacturer returns, you know, gets you that product. And then you have to do kind of whatever it takes to get that product, right? Because yeah. you want that product. It's going to make your customer happy. It's arguably going to make your, your job easier. And so there are reasons why you need to not work in generalities. You need to work in, in finite and exactness yep. to achieve an agreed upon goal. Yes. So for me, that is that is reasonably the figurative or the metaphorical proper application of leverage. This is this is defined. This is explicit. It is direct, and it is finite in the sense that it is isolated. Um, it is intended to be putting applying pressure in a very specific manner to achieve a goal that doesn't burn down the bridges around you in the process. Right, we can move a lot of mountains with dynamite. Yep. But we're talking about moving boulders to achieve large goals versus, you know, just just ripping off the entire top of the mountain. Yes. So that's for me proper application of leverage. And we talked I talked a lot about small business and obviously that's where I have, you know, specific uh, you know, specific interest. But again, these concepts are intended to be able to be applicable to your position uh, within the public sector, within um, you know, within, uh, boards, you know, as far as board, uh, board leadership boards and, and, you know, directorships, these are concepts that should be able to be applied in your, your experience. Or even personal life. Right. That's anything that's personal, social, emotional, leadership development driven. So since we kind of covered your side of it, yeah. I want, I, I'm going to spend I'm this whole with- 
I'm waiting with bated breath. Yeah, it's, a, it's I'm going to spin in a whole different direction. Okay. Mine's specifically going to be looking at it from leadership. Okay. Uh, with, with me- I'm tickled. Your I'm, leverage, tick- I'm here for this, yeah. Th- you got to leverage relationships rather than your position or title. Absolutely. So when you're, as a leader, you have to build trust with your team. Uh, you have to, you know, show that you're supportive of them, build that team up so that when you need to leverage it, you have that ability to without draining that bank that you've built up. hundred percent, man. I couldn't agree more with, with what you're, you're sharing. Um, I can see where in my mind I have separated that out into yet almost another concept, but I can, I can wholly see how they can cross over. Absolutely. You know? And, and the idea that, um, well, it's the same idea that you said about putting specific pressure. Yeah. You know, you have a, a team of guys and you've got a deadline that's coming up that maybe the, the team's like, there's no way we could get this done. Well, hey guys, you know, we've done all this great things. Let's, you know, you find that little, that pressure point that sure. you can put a little bit of pressure on and use that to app add that leverage yeah and i um i love that 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 idea and i almost feel like in my mind i could spin it into to use your term right there pressure points Mm -hmm. because uh, i think the the thing that you're saying as well when it comes to leadership is before that deadline long before that deadline what type of relationship and leadership style have you established correct that allows you uh, you know, a week from now, uh, a month, a year, 10 years from now to apply that leverage. Right. Right. Because for folks listening, I mean, that's really the, the, the big takeaway is, um, when you are applying that pressure in, uh, an attempt to create a, to achieve a shared goal. Right. And you're utilizing, Hey, this person needs to make sure that our supply chain is working appropriately. Uh, these two people are actually going to be, you know, physically moving the the soap from table A to table B. Yep. And this person has to stay late uh, on Friday, despite the fact that they really don't want to, and they got to package it so that the customer shows up on Saturday and gets it. So here's right? here's where I'm going to blow your mind on this theory. Oh my gosh! So you have your fulcrum. You have your lever. Yep. Your leadership style decides where that fulcrum ends up at. Mm. When you go to a pressure, apply that pressure, if that fulcrum is too far towards you yes. as a leader, you're not lifting anything. You're not moving anything. In fact, it may go the opposite direction. But if you've built that leadership style, that built that trust, that fulcrum has moved further and further to the point that you're able to leverage it appropriately. That is... Just absolutely the coolest analogy. You did. You blew my <laughs> mind. And I really want, I really desperately want our listeners to envision what what Jeff shared because it's just it's just gold. And when uh, I write a book, I'm gonna 100% credit you for that one. <laughs> I just want you to know. I'm gonna put it right. I'm gonna put it out right now. You know, <laughs> if you write the book first, great. You know, do you? But um, that is fan fan freaking tastic <laughs> because your leadership style determines where the fulcrum is on 
that lever. Absolutely. And you could end up with a seesaw. Yeah, you could end up with a seesaw. You could end up just pulling on one end of the the the, the fulcrum or on one end of the lever and not moving anything. Yep. Now, that's not really the proper application of leverage because right. you have no leverage. Right. At that point. And and that goes into uh when things come <laughs> i'm wrecking the studio i'm so excited i saw, I saw that I'm so excited I, I, so that comes into topics where like your business gets hit with something unexpected it could be as simple as a feather landed in the wrong place yeah but if you have not built your yeah, proper foundation your fulcrum mm -hmm. you're not even able to lift that feather out of the way yep but if you've built that up you could have that giant boulder fall on your path and, yeah. and with that proper leadership, this is, a, this, is a, this is a whole book on proper application of leverage. Now, I mean, now we're, <laughs> I, I can, I'm already, I'm already figuring out what the chapters are. Uh, you know, I'm I, that's that is a, that is a fantastic conceptualization of leadership style, the relationships you've built. Yep. And again, that, and it's not just leadership, folks. It could just be being a good person in your family, right? I mean, that's just that the concepts are applicable across many mediums, across many different experiences. And the idea that, uh, again, that simple machine that we're talking about, a, a lever and a fulcrum and creates leverage, uh, the idea that if your life is out of balance uh, in this specific analogy, then you might not be moving anything. You wouldn't be able to move a feather because that you're, you're, you're just – you know, you're too far to one end. Right. Um, and, and again, if you're a healthy business or a healthy family or a healthy committee, when when the going gets tough, the tough will be able to get going because you're going to be able to apply the pressure in the appropriate places where we're not burning the bridges, we're not throwing the stick of dynamite, Yeah. and you're going to be able to achieve more things. Like I said, it comes, you know, from the most simple concepts, folks, as far as if you have a, you know, a, a loose a, or a loose, a, a stuck, rusty bolt, you know, a little three inch ratchet or wrench is not going to get the job done. But if you, you know, use a, an extended handle or a breaker bar, now you're going to arguably be able to move that better. Now the last concept, and I, I shouldn't even say the last, because we're 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 snowballing this as far as conceptualizations with this with this theory. The idea is when we apply too much leverage, correct, um, or we use the wrong tool for the job, which we're going to be talking a little bit of of tools in our uh, in our favorite tools in. Our, our next podcast. So folks who are listening in, who have any interest in the mechanical, you're going to want to check out the, uh, the I speak Jeep uh, podcast as well. But uh, we can get to the point where we're applying uh, too much pressure mm -hmm. um, that can affect you a can lot break of the lever. You could break, you could break the lever. You could break what you're trying to apply it to. You know, there's a number of things you could be trying to use the wrong tool to apply leverage. Yep. Um, uh, you could think you're applying leverage and not be applying leverage at all, and you instead you're using a torch and you're burning the whole thing down. Yep. Right. So there's a, a lot of of really interesting concepts that can kind of be uh, spiraled off of this, spun Absolutely. off of the uh, this this idea. But at its core, when we use the word proper 
application of leverage. It is the right tool used in the right manner, placed in the right position, and the, the right force in the right force, and you then can succinctly achieve a goal. And again, this is about clearly defined things and using Jeffrey's you know leadership concept. It is not something that you're necessarily going to uh, jump into on a moment's notice. This is typically things that you need to have the tool, you need to have the lever, you need to have the relationship with the team or the manufacturer or the the debtor. In my example, you need to be able to have these other aspects of it front loaded. Yes. Um, and again, that's where this concept is more clearly defined. This is not generalities. This is well, specifics. And, and knowing specifically when to use that leverage without overusing it. Uh-huh. Yep. There's there's we might have to circle back around to this one at a future date yeah. and talk about too much leverage. Yeah. And uh and and some of the uh some of the downfalls of that and how how do we know other than hindsight being 2020 when we've applied too much leverage. I can specifically say uh that I have at least two examples where I applied too much leverage and I destroyed uh, relationships within our business. So I, I think that maybe that is our talking point for next week is that we talk about too much leverage. Okay. And that way it will be a, a good uh, continuation of this conversation. Yep. So we've already, you know, for our listeners who, who ideally are, are finding these to be informative and, and uh, you know, a you know, an enlightened conversation that can help you, uh, in your own lives, you know, that you're going to be able to jump right from one podcast and, and arguably follow up and and jump right into the next one, because I have absolutely failed, uh, hard, not even failed forward. I have failed hard and, uh, by applying too much leverage, right. Instead of using an appropriate, lever, I threw the stick of dynamite, I grabbed the torch, I did whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I did not foster the experience appropriately to get the desired outcome I was looking for. And I, I, I have a couple of stories that we can also share next week that talks about using the proper leverage, getting getting what you want out of it, but then feeling guilty about it. Mm, absolutely. So we can talk about that as well. I, I love it. So the, 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 the flip side of the proper application of leverage and understanding that balancing act of uh, what what is it that we're accomplishing in the manner that we are accomplishing it. Yes. We've got some cool talking points you know, ready for you next week, folks. You're definitely going to want to join us in that. And we look forward to that conversation. We do desperately want you to be involved in these conversations and we have a number of ways for you to become involved we want to hear from you whether it's text message or email or facebook messenger we are doing these podcasts not just because jeffrey and i like to listen to our own voices we sound so good on jeff's uh, production equipment (laughs) but the idea that we want to know that we are making a difference for our listeners. So we want you to get involved. We want your feedback. You can hit us up on our text-only number, 
440-855-2100. Again, it's 440-855-2100. Text us. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know if anything jumped out to you in the conversations. Um, if there's a concept that you want us to expand upon or explore further, or if there's something that you just, you know, doesn't sit right and you're looking for further explanation and that, you know, you're thinking you've got a different take on it. We want to hear that. You can also email us. Uh, you can email Jeffrey, our producer at J E F F C at S F J the number four X four dot com. Again, J E F F C at S F J four X four dot com and weigh in on these conversations. We're here for your feedback. We really appreciate it. We also would love for you to grab one of these episodes that spoke to you and send it to a friend, invite them to follow along and be part of the American hustle. Without further ado, Jeffrey's got our quote of the week. Absolutely. And I look forward to hearing what it is. And this is my world now. Leaders learn to leverage the problems that never go away in a way to create progress for the organization. And that's Andy Stanley. I I feel like this is actually yet almost uh that's it's, a whole nother talking it's point. a whole nother talking point <laughs> it is this is like this is this is now like as as born in the world uh the third part of proper applicational leverage <laughs> right i'm going to read it again just in case you didn't you didn't catch it leaders learn to leverage the problems that never go away in a way to create progress for the organization now i love this specifically because I really want this. Uh, I really believe that the American hustle is a, it is this idea uh, that the American dream is about mobility. Uh, it's about applicability to many facets of our Western life here in uh, the United States and, and just generally North American standards in North America. And so this idea that uh, this is this is excellent. This is leadership is leveraging problems that never go away. That's part of uh, being in an organization. Absolutely. Right? And that's where I was going with saying, like, the, the American dream, the American hustle, is the idea that this is applicable to people other than than entrepreneurs. It is, it is more so than small business owners. It is more so than CEOs or executives or whatever. This is meant to be a podcast that speaks to people – who are looking to become better at whatever. Yes. Better as a team player, better as a board member, better as a family person, uh, whatever that might look like in your personal life. And so this idea is this Andy Stanley shares with us. And do we know who Andy, Andy Stanley I is? I actually don't know who yeah, that I, is. I'd be curious who that is. Um, the idea that leadership... Uh, leverages problems that never go away. The the concept that there are things that we deal with every day in our lives, no matter what, and we learn to utilize them to create progress. So not be distracted, not create obstacles out of those problems, but that through those struggles, through those hardships, that leverage creates forward progress. That's so cool. Yeah. And it could be in anything. It could be in that committee, uh, your church, your social organization, 
uh, you know, many, many different facets of our Western way of life. Absolutely. It starts with identifying the problem and figuring out a way to make that improve your business rather than slow you down. 100%. Super cool stuff. All right, folks. I had a blast with you. We have spiraled into uh, other podcast episodes. I hope that this was in some way informative or beneficial to you. I know that Jeffrey and I love exploring these concepts, trying to become better ourselves, find workarounds for obstacles that we encounter every day in our lives. And through our failures and our successes, we desperately want to bring other people along the ride with us. We want you to jump on our train as we continue to, to move forward and we go station to station and involve people in our success because we have failed and we want others to do better than our own experience. We have also been successful and we know what it takes to achieve those, uh, those, those monumental uh, stepping stones that can really help you feel success in your own life. So folks, I hope that you'll share this with your friends, your family, get out there, leave us a review and, you know, just don't stop moving forward and applying that proper application of leverage to your everyday life. Get out there and get hungry and stay hungry. And this is my the American dream is not dead. We want to help you along the way. With over 40 years of combined leadership experience, we want to help you succeed. Share your stories, ask us questions, and believe in the American dream. Through heart and hustle, we will show you the path of success and hopefully have a little fun along the way. You can email us at jeffc at sfj4x4.com or text us at 440-855-855. 2100. Until next time, lead with your heart and keep hustling.